Yo, what is going on, Bears fans? Welcome back to another episode of the Bear Down Podcast, where we talk everything Bears every day of the week. I'm your host, Chris Maltby, and today I'm joined with my co-host, Jalen McClinton. Jalen, how you doing? Uh, it's, it's pretty great, you know, enjoying this Saturday, Friday afternoon. Yes, a very nice day today in the uh, in the Chicago suburbs, but everyone is quarantined, so same old, same old for now. Uh, if you guys are listening to this episode after listening to the Adam Rank episode that is going up tonight when we are recording this one on Friday, do us a favor and subscribe and like this podcast as we're going to keep pushing out a ton of good t- content. We've got a ton of good guests coming on uh, throughout the next couple of weeks. And you can also check out our website, BearDown.com, for more. I know we don't go off track like that, but I would like to give that little promo before we start. So, in today's episode, uh, we're going to be breaking down and reacting to some stuff that was said during uh, the press conferences today. And by the press conferences, I mean Matt Nagy and Ryan Pace had a press conference. Robert Quinn had a press conference. And most importantly, probably Nick Foles had a press conference uh a virtual call. I don't even know. It was like a conference call. But uh, we're going to be breaking down some stuff said in those because there's definitely some important pieces coming from those. And, uh, yeah, let's just hop right into it. So let's start off with Nagy and Pace's press conference, Jalen. So opening opening up, I don't know if you listened to the press conferences or not. Did you get a chance to tune into them? Okay. No, I, I, I got to listen to uh, the Nagy and Pace one, but I didn't listen to the okay. Nick Foles and Robert. No. So if you listened to the Nagy and Pace one, you heard right off the bat when that one started that Pace said coming into the season that, or something that Pace did say coming into the season is that Mitch was the guy. Coming into this press conference, you heard him immediately off the bat say that there's an open competition. So let's leave the results of that competition in what in what is coming up aside. Are you surprised that there's a competition after Nagy committed this much to pay, or after Pace committed this much to Mitch, or uh, or did you expect this? Because because Pace uh, does things a lot that don't correlate with what he says. Um, so one thing I have learned is being a Bears fan, and Brian Pace is your general manager. Never trust anything he says. His his um actions speak louder his than plan- words. Yeah, his plans never come out until they happen. You, you mainly see this in a draft, like you never know who he's interested in. So I'm not surprised um, that he said he's going to be an open competition. You know, back when he did say Mitch is the guy, you know, he had to say that because it was the only quarterback on the roster Absolutely. at that time. It, yeah. it wasn't going to be predicted that we were going to get Nick Foles or any other quarterback, um, as a matter of fact. So I'm not surprised that we're having an open QB competition. Um, as soon as we traded for Foles, I knew it was going to be a QB competition. Um, you know, this is this trade helps us. Or helps Mitch, you know, say light a fire under him. You're not going to be start. You're not going to be the starting quarterback if you mess up. You know, you're you're on a very short lease, and that's what Nick Foles is here to do. You know, he's replaced a good quarterback in Carson Wentz when he was hurt and led them to a Super Bowl. So, I'm not surprised that it's a QB competition. You know, hopefully this does help Mitch and you know show shows that he can be you know the quarterback of the Chicago Bears. Absolutely, this one really doesn't surprise me either. I know we have different views on the quarterbacks, but I think we both can agree that the writing has been on the wall for a while for Mitch, that that this was going to be his last chance to prove himself, and if not, he could be gone after this year. So I expected this for a while. I think think for a while the team knew that they were obviously going to have to move on from Chase Daniel and bring in someone that could actually compete. And it's good to see that Mitch and Foles are already developing a good relationship because – Last year, I'm pretty sure it, it it was under half of the starting quarterbacks that started week one played the entire NFL season. So if someone does need to come in, it's nice that they'll have a good relationship. 
Foles said in his press conference that he's already been talking to Mitch, and at the end of the day, it doesn't matter who starts. They want to do what's best for the Chicago Bears. Uh, both great teammates, and I'm excited to see how this one plays out. But obviously I'm not surprised, and I think Mitch needs to do it here or else he could, he could see himself not on the team very soon. So going off of what I just said there, uh, something else that Pace said in his press conference, that also can kind of be assumed we know what's going to happen. He didn't commit to Mitchell Trubisky's fifth-year option. Is that something that worries you? Because obviously if this training camp battle doesn't pan out how it is, uh, I, I'm I'm honestly thinking the presumed assumption is we move on from Mitch after this year and draft someone in 2021. Um, yeah, this doesn't really worry me because if this is coming in as a QB competition, you know that means Mitch Mitch has a chance to win this QB competition. So if he wins it and you know he does what I think he can do this season. We we should have, we should be able to have another year before we have to resign him if we don't pick up his fourth his fifth year option after this season. Well, if he does good or not, if if he does good, then we have to resign him, yeah. give him all this money before he he has to open market after coming off a good season. So, I expect uh, Pace to pick up this fifth year option, especially because he said this is a QB competition. He's not he's not coming in saying Foles is the guaranteed starter, and Mitch is going to be the backup. So, I definitely think he's going to pick up the option. Yeah, uh, and that was actually my next question was going to be should the Bears pick up that option. But I understand what you're saying as far as if Mitch does play well, it would be stupid not to pick it up to, to re-sign him. But at the same time, I was talking about does it worry you as in like, does it worry you about his commitment to Mitch? And honestly, I would say personally for me, it does worry me a little bit. It started worrying me at the NFL Combine when everything was coming out about them wanting to pick up a veteran and – it was unlikely that they're going to pick up that option. It's been reported as well by some good sources that that was, that that was the case. Um, so that worries me a little bit. Uh, I'm not completely sure, but we'll see what ends up happening with that. I, I, uh, you said you thought they were going to pick it up. Personally, I think they don't, and they, and they risk it. I, I think, personally, that Foles is the in-house favorite. We don't have to get big into that right now, but I just think they don't pick up that option. So heading into Foles' interview... Foles said in his interview that the Bears team in 2018 that they played in the playoffs, obviously in the infamous double doink game, was one of the best teams that he's ever faced and could have won the Super Bowl that year if they won that game. So before we talk about the 2020 team, we talked about this a little bit before we hopped on the call here. Do you think if the Bears won that game in 2018, they could have won the title? Um, like like you said, we were we were literally just talking about this before we hit the record button. Um, that team was was one probably one of the best teams that I've ever seen as a Bears fan. And it is the best team I've ever seen as a Bears fan. That was my first time ever seeing my my Bears be in the playoffs since I um started becoming a fan of them. That team was amazing. We had the best defense in the league. We were creating so many turnovers. The fact that we had two turnovers in that game and we still managed to lose is uh crazy. So definitely, if if double doink wouldn't happen, you know what? I'm pretty sure we would have been in the Super Bowl, if not at the NFC. If not the Super Bowl, then definitely the NFC Championship. We would have had a chance to go to the Super Bowl. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we obviously uh, we can't talk about the past and dwell on the past too much because we're worried about 2020. But you never know, man. The Bears killed the Rams that year. They would have had a chance to go to L.A. in in the divisional round, I believe. Yeah, because we lost the walk yeah. and, uh, and And play the Rams. And I think they would have honestly gotten that done. But... Honestly, moving on now, do you think now with Foles and or Trubisky, whoever starts, that the Bears can repeat that success in 2018 and try once again to make a playoff run in 2020? 
Uh, yes, definitely. This team is very hungry. We didn't have the best uh, season last year after coming off one of the uh, a great, very great season. I mean, when eight and eight, we had so many struggles the last season where there was the you know the offensive play. We had a lot of injuries to Hakeem. Um, you know, we, we weren't very consistent. So I feel like this, coming into this 2020 season, this team is hungry. They want to get back into the playoffs, rather who, who, rather who the quarterback is. Um, Pace wants, to, you know, wants to be the great team again. So he's coming into this off season, filling up mostly all the holes we have right uh, so far. Yeah, I definitely think this team can get back into the playoffs. Um, if we can return to half of what we were in 2018 um, on the defensive side and the offensive side, I think we're, we're going to be a, we're going to be a great team. And adding another key edge rusher, which is something we didn't have in 2018 with Robert Quinn, who was an 11, who had 11 and a half sacks last year. Um, Floyd didn't really give us that in that uh, 2018 season. We, this defense should be very elite like it was before. Um, this offense, Nagy having having to look back at what he did wrong this season and, you know, come back and fix it. Absolutely. So, honestly, for me, I also think they can make a playoff run this year. I think we're going to be able to say that a lot more affirmatively in the summer. And I think we're also going to be able to say it a lot more affirmatively after the draft because I think we need one more quality starter on the offensive line. Uh, the Bears announced this morning that Jermaine Fetty would move from tackle to guard and doubt Fetty all you want. He had his best year at right guard for the Seahawks four years ago after he was drafted 31st overall in the 2016 NFL draft. So I think if we pick up one more good starter and maybe Ifedi pans out better than most of us think. I think we could be decent for the line. Um, looking to fix that more in the 2021 offseason after we figure out, obviously, the quarterback situation. See how Jimmy Graham works out and stuff like that. So that's uh, an issue for the future. But I also think we need to grab one more offensive lineman in the draft. And we could be in a really good spot. So I think that playoff run could be coming. Uh, I, I think no matter who's at quarterback, I think John DeFilippo will help out whoever that is even if that's Mitch, and I, I think the offense will be the best that we've seen since Nagy has been here, possibly even better than 2018 when Mitch was a pro bowler, or a pro bowl alternate, I must say. So let's get into the next question. Um, Jalen, obviously we know what's going on right now. It's very uncertain times in the world with the spread of uh, COVID-19, the coronavirus. The Bears have talked about you know, doing drafts doing draft communications at a remote location or possibly at home or doing stuff virtually um, or maybe even at Hallis Hall. Ryan Pace basically said they have a lot of options to explore as far as that goes. But talking about this QB competition, it, there's a there's a legitimate possibility that if they want to start the season on time, that training camp could be shortened this offseason, depending on how everything goes. So if there is shortened time, and, and, and there's a shorter training camp, or maybe even none. Who do you think's in a better position to start between Foles and Trubisky? I think, obviously, you know, Foles, with the familiarity with the offense, uh, might might have his foot in the door on that one. But but if the offseason is shortened, who do you think has a better chance to start? I think Mitch has the, has the better chance. You know, you, you know, Foles has been in the offense with way longer like before Mitch was in the league, but this is his third year coming into the Nagy's offense. Um, he, you know, he had a great rookie season in Nagy's offense. You know, he didn't have a great last year, um, very down season in general. But if it is a short off off season, a shortened training camp, I think I definitely think Mitch has you know the the better chance. You know, he knows the receivers more. Um, he's more familiar with. Allen Robinson, Anthony Miller, 
um, Javon Williams and stuff like that. You know, really, I mean, not uh, really. This is foes. Like, that's going to be foes' first opportunity to get, um, you know, get chemistry with the receivers, you know, the timing, you know, how they come out their routes and stuff like that. So if it is a shortened training camp, I, you know, I definitely think Mitch had that chance just because of his familiarity. Familiarity. Familiar, familiarity. <laughs> yeah, that's weird. I can't say it. Uh, with, the, with the office and, you know, um, and the weapons in general. Absolutely. Uh, well, I get part of what you're saying, and I think that's also really important. Foles said today in his interview that he wanted to learn all the language that our coaches use when they're coaching and brush up on all of that so that once training camp, if and when it does get started, he wants to be able to talk to his receivers, talk to the running backs, talk to the offensive linemen in the same quote-unquote language that the coaches use so he doesn't maybe there's not crossfire and people get confused. So I think becoming familiar with all the players is going to be very big for Nick Foles, and that's why I think training camp's big for him. But I also think at the same time, if, if it is for some reason cut short, which I, I don't know whether I expect it to or not. I have no clue. We'll see what happens with this virus. But if it is cut short, I think Foles knows the offense better than Mitch for sure. Um, maybe doesn't know the naggy piece of it uh, as clearly as he should. But the argument could definitely be made that he knows the laser, the DeFilippo part of it. And that's going to be very important as well. But I do expect training camp to happen. And I think uh, it's it's literally just going to be a fight uh, to win it. So now talking about more about this about this uh, QB job, because QB1 obviously is up for grabs. Uh, last year, Nagy didn't play the starters much during the preseason. And he came out this morning and said that both guys are going to play in the preseason, Foles and Trubisky. And he said they're going to want to compete like they're starters when, uh, when playing for that starting job. So do you think it's a good idea? that we might have Foles and Trubisky in preseason games uh, for long stretches? Yes, this is a very good idea. Last season, uh, Mitch only played like three snaps and they were all handoffs. And you see how very, how slow that offense was coming into week one. The offense was abysmal in week one. So because they didn't get, they didn't get the reps they needed, you know, they didn't have a... Um, What's it called? A dress rehearsal game. They they actually none of the starters played that game. They were that they all set that game. So, I think the preseason is is for you know new pieces and a new offense to, to be familiar with. Um, this is only the second season that they were learning the offense and you know ha- having them sit a whole preseason was not very smart in my opinion. Coming to that season, I knew that wasn't going to be very smart, especially with this Mitch being especially at that time. This is Mitch being his second season in the offense. So, um, I felt like that was also one of the reasons why the offense really didn't get off to a great. Start start in until like the Washington know, game <laughs> exactly yeah. which is like not because that was the third game of the season you know the second game when we played the Broncos we didn't have a very okay. good offensive yeah. game yeah absolutely we only won we only won because Pernero hit an amazing kick so yeah I, them starting the, the preseason is going to help but like I said whether who, whoever the quarterback is whether it be Mitch or foes um this is gonna you know help the offense in, in general so I, I think this is very a very smart idea absolutely I also think it's a pretty good idea to play them both in the preseason, not only to see how they're both becoming accustomed to the offense, but just in general, these guys need reps. Um, I said it earlier, but I think under half of the quarterbacks who started week one last year started the entire season, whether it be due to injury or getting benched or something. So the repetition is good for whoever's going to play, as there's definitely a possibility that one of them goes off the ropes and there's a possible replacement. And that maybe might happen multiple times throughout the season. So they want to be as prepared as possible. So Nagy, talking more about the preseason, said 
today that all players are going to earn more reps in the preseason than they did last season. Uh, I think I'm going to get a pretty similar answer from you, but do you like the idea of that, whether it be first, second, or third stringers getting more reps? Yeah, definitely. Um, we having new players coming to this this offense. Uh, Jimmy Graham, um, you know, a receiver. What was that? Oh. We've got a lot of yeah, guys to like, try out on the defense, yeah, just, too. Just, just, just not the offensive, like the defensive side as well. Artie um, Burns, Jordan As in Lucas. Robert Quinn, Artie Burns, you know, young players that really didn't have a chance to play last season, like uh, Duke Shelley, who really didn't have a chance to, to play in the preseason. So this is a better opportunity. Um, it gives Kevin Tyler more snaps for him to become that CB number two. So I like this absolutely. idea. Absolutely, Yeah, um, absolutely. I, I think it's a good idea, not only for that, but also um, – just to try out different combinations of players in the preseason, you know. Yeah. You could put Jordan Lucas at strong safety and Kevin Tolliver at cornerback two. And then another drive, you could have Deion Bush as strong safety and Artie Burns as quarterback two. So you can try out mm -hmm. a ton of combinations, and I'm excited to see how it plays out. I think overall it's just good good for repetition to, to play more in the preseason. We've got one more thing to talk about. Uh, we're recording this right when the Robert Quinn decision was – or. Uh, decision uh press conference is going on and something funny came from that so robert quinn literally said his free agency decision was made by a coin flip he had the bears as heads and the falcons as tails and the coin sent him to chicago so i'm going to ask you jalen did that coin make the right choice for robert quinn landing in chicago of course um whatever whatever point he used needs to be Placed in a box somewhere and you know sold for millions of dollars later later down the world when he wins the Super Bowl with us. Um, I think to be honest, I think that's kind of like crazy how you let a coin decide your decision on where you're gonna play for the next couple years, where you're gonna live. I mean, clearly he knew um, he was gonna make a lot of money wherever he yeah, ended up. Completely two different cities. One is in the Midwest; it's very cold here. Um, both really big cities. They're way different teams, you know. So I just I think I think that's very funny. You know, he he used a very creative way to choose where he wants to play. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, part of me still can't believe that's even factual. It's like giving me anxiety. But uh, <laughs> luckily, the coin landed on us. Well, that'll pretty much do it for this episode, guys. Thank you very much for tuning in. Uh, I'm not going to give any previews as to who's coming on, but we've got a lot of really fun guests coming up in the future. And we're going to keep trying to keep you in the loop with a ton of guests and more people just to give their opinion on Bears football moving down the road. If you would like to find me and Jalen's fan page, you can find the links to those down in the description. I promise Jalen's going to start posting at some point on his fan page. Sooner or later. But um, you can also find more Bear Down content on our website, beardown.com. And you can also find our store on Teespring where we are selling some merch. You can follow the podcast on Instagram and Twitter at Bear Down. And please do me a favor and smash a like on this podcast and subscribe. And if you would like, turn on post notifications by clicking that bell. Thank you guys very much for tuning in. We're going to try to get out hopefully three to four podcasts a week. All-star editor Zach Rimbos is working very hard on making mixtapes, and he's going to try and get those out. I think every Monday we're going to start doing mixtape Monday. So that's pretty Shout cool. Shout out to Zach. Shout out to Zach, True Time Chicago. You can check him out. But that'll pretty much do it for this one, guys. Thank you guys for tuning in. And as always, bear down, Chicago. Peace. Peace.